0: What's up, Gypsy Gang? We're back for another episode. Uh, This one is with world champion and all round human champion, I guess you could say. One of my favorite dudes in the industry, Mr. Ben Townley, uh, New Zealand's favorite son. Uh, We caught up uh, on the Friday before the supercross in New Zealand and we wanted, we had like a whole thing planned. Uh, Ben's running uh, his. bike tour company now. Basically, you can go over there. Ben will pick you up from the airport. Uh, then he'll drive you to his place. He's got accommodation. He's got these sick KTM 350s. Then he takes you riding on motocross. He does trial rides. It's it's epic. So we were going to do that, uh, but it, the plans just kind of changed a little bit. But I still am 100% going to do that. It's on, on my bucket list. Uh, if you follow Ben on Instagram, you would have seen some of the epic stuff that him and the dudes get up to. Um, and with Ben, there's no, like, there's no ego with him at all. It's not like uh, he doesn't have any sort of distance or that kind of stuff that you might expect from, like, an ex-world champion. He's sort of just in there hanging out with everyone. Um, and he's he's a super cool dude, and, and I really am excited to go and experience the full Uh, effect of of a Ben Townley tour in New Zealand so hopefully like early next year I think we're going to try and make that happen Um, so yeah we had that sort of plan it fell through but we still really wanted to catch up for a chat so we set up in the I can't remember the name of the building now but it was this crazy big building in New Zealand where the uh, AME boys were throwing a bit of a shindig for all the riders before the Supercross so we called up for an hour and 45 minutes Uh, I think we could have done this podcast for like five hours. Uh, Ben has so many cool stories. He's done so much. He's such a nice guy. He's so open and honest. um, And is... Yeah, he's like the dream, dream podcast guest. So... We were going to try and like maybe finish this thing, but I just thought, you know what, it's so good, uh, I'm just going to put it out, and then we'll catch up again uh, to do another one of these when I go over and do the uh, Ben Townley motorcycle tour uh, deal that he has got going on. So yeah, uh, if you do want to check that out, just search Ben on, uh, on Instagram, he's got all the links and stuff uh, to his tours uh, on his Instagram page. But yeah, this this was a really cool podcast. This was a really fun one to do. Like I said, we could have just gone for hours and hours. So uh, this will be part one with an open-ended part two that we're going to try and bring you uh, as soon as it kind of lines up. If you've been listening for a while, we've been doing this for a year now, which is crazy, uh, you will know that I am a mad frother of a Boost mobile. Um, if you're listening to this in Australia, you can go to boost.com.au. Uh, And if you listen to this in the US, they're in the US as well. Um, But obviously, I do my stuff here in Oz. So I am now running the the new $70 prepaid plan, which gives you 75 gig of data. Um, This is what we streamed the Australian Supercross podcast on and is more data than you will know what to do with. So it's insanely good value. Uh, That's what I'm running right now. And if you live in Australia, that is what you should be running as well. Uh, Also, a massive shout out to the guys at Nobby Underwear. Uh, Join the Nobby Nation at nobbyunderwear.com.au. $20 a month will get you a fresh set of duds every single month, and it will be a design that you haven't seen. It's a nice little present every single month. I definitely look forward to it. Uh, And this month, December, is a freaking banger. It's uh, by far my favorite design yet and a perfect time to sign up uh, or sign up your mate for Christmas or your mum, or your dad. They do all sorts of stuff that will rip your head off. Uh, Also, I need to give a shout out to the guys at mcas.com.au. They're one of Australia's biggest online motorcycle retailers. And right now, they are having a ridiculous Christmas sale. Uh, you can save up to 69% across everything store wide. And then, if you type in Gypsy Gang, all caps, you'll get a further 5% off all of those purchases, including the stuff that's already marked down. Uh, one of the banger deals going right now is 50% off Rental Twin Walls. And then they're doing 20% off the Bell Moto 9 MIPS torch helmet. Uh, also, a big thanks to our homies at Rival Inc. Uh, some of the coolest graphics, I think, in the industry, and we are about to launch a collab with those guys. Uh, so very soon, you'll be able to order your own Gypsy Tales graphics kit. Uh it is new bike season and if you have just got yourself a fresh 2019 uh, or you're looking for a new graphics kit, maybe you got some new Sponos, new race number, maybe you're sporting a number one plate because you cleaned up this year, uh, you can head to rivalincdesignco.com. Uh, go through, you can order uh, completely custom graphics kits, uh, seat covers, plastics, or uh, you can choose from. Uh, they're all already done designs. Uh, and if you type in Gypsy tails in all caps, uh, you are going to get. off your order. Uh, So massive thank you to the boys at Rival Inc Design Co. Uh, They jumped on board with us at the Supercross uh, for our live podcast and they're continuing their support. Um, So support the peeps that support us. That is it from me on the sponsor side of things. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Gypsy Tales Podcast. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, we're posting uh, the videos. This video is already on YouTube for this Ben Townley podcast. Uh, and yeah, leave us a review on iTunes if you can. I think that helps with uh, just like the general visibility uh, and stuff like that. So that all helps. Thanks again, everyone, for listening and enjoy this podcast with Mister Ben Townley that's it we're on by like that yeah bro you'll you'll like oh actually yeah i've fucking only bought one pair of headphones so you won't hear the difference i was gonna say you can hear the difference but you won't So all right yeah you're good sweet cheers mate yeah welcome to NZ. i know man jesus this is maybe one of the crazier uh venues that we've recorded the podcast in it's
1: better than being at a
0: hotel room at the airport right mm. <laughs> dude the um the old hotel airport isn't the nicest place i've stayed but um yeah this place I've is in, i've stayed in a couple of those before in my time at the airport mm. um yeah this is uh this is nice where for people that are listening just on itunes um we're here for the set the scene yeah we're gonna set the scene so what are they what are they calling this the sx open auckland
1: yes yeah sx open auckland all That's right
0: so at yeah. right, the sx open auckland um the ame boys as they do round two yeah round two of the fim oceania it? Okay, so the boys have got a series. Yeah, yeah fair play to them, main. Eh? Yeah, man, they're killing it. Yeah. So we're there, um, and we're up in the Sky Tower. We're on the 50th floor, and we're looking over. Is that like the Auckland Harbour? What do we call that?
1: Yeah, mate, that's uh, that's a viaduct. Yep. Off to the right, uh, Auckland Harbour Bridge in the distance. We're about um, almost bang on the nose north through there. Yeah.
0: Tell you what. Turning it on for us,
1: mate. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. There's a um I don't know how to explain it, but a building out there is where the America's Cup sitting right now, mate. Oh really? Yeah. Just Oldest sporting trophy in history. Steeped in history is Auckland. <laughs> so I'll be one- and, and and we've got some of New Zealand's finest, mate, it's in good. our hand. Yeah. It's good ice cream too. Yeah, not bad, eh?
0: Bloody first for everything on this. Not bad. Um yeah, so I'm glad to get you on, man. It's um it's been like a little bit in the making. We were trying to do a trip um, at the start of the year, but it just sort of hasn't worked out. Everyone's been crazy busy, but I'm still going to do the Ben Townley. What, what is it? The Ben Townley riding experience. Ben Townley tours. Ben Townley tours. So, how long has that been going? Um, it looks like it's been going all
1: right. Eight months now. Uh, just, I mean, just getting started. Really, like it's been the idea of doing something with dirt bikes. Uh, has been a long time in the making for me. Mm. It sort of has gone from, you know, I guess one product to another product to finally what it is now in terms of um, what I initially thought it could be. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I guess for me now it was about I got to a point and I really wasn't achieving what I wanted to as a racer, dragging my family all over the world and and decided it was time to, you know, cement my roots, but I didn't want to stop racing. Stopped racing And riding, yeah And couldn't really earn a living uh, Racing in New Zealand So it was about How was the best possible way For me to be able to continue riding As much as possible Mm. And, And this is yeah, what I came to with this with this product, this business really. So
0: And New Zealand's a place where that people always want to come to. It's such a massive destination for mountain bikes, like you look at Rotorua. And then people always talk about the riding in New Zealand. You guys have got so much public land that you guys can basically do whatever you want on. Mm. Um so I guess it makes sense to fill that I guess moto thing because I didn't know of any sort of tours or anything like that operating before. Yeah. I heard about yours. It's uh, the best way to describe it, in the way
1: that you were talking about for people like coming here on holiday, is it's it's a bucket. New Zealand is a bucket list trip, you know. Mm. Like I was actually just sitting with someone earlier today uh, from the Auckland Council, um, and they they sort of make decisions for events like what we're seeing here this weekend. And, and we were discussing, you know, when people come to New Zealand, it's a place that they've, they've got on their list of places mm. to go. And I guess from me, I already uh, the idea was born from, I heard that from so many fans across the world.
0: Yeah, And it's right. like,
1: well, you know, there's thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that ride dirt bikes. You know, I want a few people to come each year and experience doing that with me in New Zealand.
0: So. And it's got to be um, like the chance to come and ride with a guy like yourself that's been on the world stage for so long like you'd have to be considered as one of the greats really <laughs> i don't um, know about that well for sure like dude for sure you would like if you look at the the company that you kept in terms of like you, you know one of the most epic seasons of all time with Poto in 2007 uh, was it seven or eight yeah seven, seven right yeah, yeah. and then obviously you and stefan Evitts um when he was in his heyday winning his sort of last championships obviously the battles that you had with um with Josh
1: yeah, so it's yeah. like
0: i mean whether you consider yourself uh, one of the greats or not you are <laughs> like you're in you're in that company you know
1: yeah i guess i don't
0: plus to do everything that you did in europe and then you went and you translated that to the us you won an east coast supercross title
1: yeah no nah, thank you done some i shit, mean bro. I am I am proud of what I what I achieved, but I'm also um, uh, disappointed of what I didn't mm. achieve as well. You know, I, I had I set high standards and I fell short of a lot of that, which I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about mm. in, um, over the course of this. But I guess for me, it's not about so much about people riding with me. You know, like, like oh, I'm, I'm there. Don't get me wrong. Like that's why I did it because <laughs> I want to go riding and I yeah. still enjoy riding so much. But it's about giving people that experience in New Zealand on a dirt bike mm. you know and one of my on my website it's BT's ultimate tour is, is one of the tours that I really want to push and that's just coming over getting on a getting on a plane being here for a, a minimum five days getting four days where you ride both trail and moto because I feel like uh trail riding in New Zealand is is uh how do you explain it's new age it's re, it is really new age like a lot of trails in New Zealand are pushed in by by man-made machines, you know, or oh, the man-made trails. Sorry, by machines. Whereas you know, so the rest of the world they're sort of just sort of like single, single track, single track kind of stuff, you know. Mm. Yeah, the stuff you will ride when the... you come, man, it's like
0: dude i've been looking at the instagram like, yeah since you told me <laughs> yeah. about it and i've been sort of following along on in your instagram like i've been paying a little bit more attention to the, yep. the terrain and stuff because obviously we've spoken about it i'm like dude this looks fucking unreal yeah it, and like, it really I was gonna, is i wanted to bring my dad as well because yeah. my dad's like an old trail rider and that and it's cool too that like the whole trail thing's coming back heavy man yeah. like in um obviously you would have seen like the transmoto events that they do yep, yeah yep, like yep, those yep. eight hours and yep. six hours and stuff dude they're the biggest events in australia
1: well you know like um in terms of op, like dirt bikes in new zealand off-road riding you know trail running is massive man like per, ca- per capita new zealand would have the most amount of off-road riders in the world i'm i'm, I'm sure of it yeah oh, I'd, ha- I'd have to think so yeah. too like but on any given weekend we you know 52 weekends a year now you can drive any direction on a Sunday or Saturday or it's mainly a Sunday morning and just see bikes going every direction on the road. Well, and when crazy. I was a kid, everyone went to the same place, you know, and now mm. it's just that many riding options now, you know. So,
0: But you guys have, like, some crazy laws around um, the whole public lands thing. So I have had um, Adam Greentree on the podcast, and he's, like, a bow hunter, and he does these crazy trips, dude, to New Zealand. Yeah, and right. he goes and hunts tar and stuff up in the... Like up in, Southern the, Alps. in the highlands yeah, and that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. um, and man, like he said, like you literally can just do what you want on on these public lands. yes yeah, so in dock Australia, land we man, call, like, dock
1: land we call that. Okay, yeah, you yeah. just
0: yeah, you just can't do shit in Australia. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, just I mean, my product.
0: <laughs> now
1: you're good to talk about it. My product right now is. Um, my product right now is a little bit different in that respect. Like I'm i'm more based on moto and trail mm. options with a trailer but you know my end goal is to be that real adventure ride you know and, and and get into that where you just you land you're on that on that adventure bike and you ride that the whole time until
0: you get back on a plane that's and like ultimately what, you mean what like, I want, like packing with like camping and like having everything on your back uh, or I, I would I have like a support vehicle yeah yeah Cause that's, So the first that's couple the i did was it.
1: with su- support vehicle mm. um but I want it to be what whatever that guest wants to do. Like yeah. I really want to be flexible in that in that respect, you know. Yeah. So um, there's still a lot to learn, you know. Like you you're taking
0: it sort of slow, right? Like yeah, you've re- yeah, you've, yeah. You're yeah. trying big to do time. it right yeah. because big um, time. Big time. It it man, especially too, like there'd be extra pressure because it's Ben Townley, you know.
1: I feel like there is. Yeah, yeah. Like I people feel like would there have is. super
0: high standards.
1: Yeah, and and I have high standards of myself, and that's the reason I'm, I have like. Uh, you know, obviously, got real good quality bikes, KTM and plug. yeah, 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 KTM three fifties, and and I'm just make sure that everything I do, accommodation, food, it, you know, travel, everything's done well because mm. I I feel like uh, I want that good experience. I want I want a customer or guest to have that good experience, so then they go back and and there's never a real negative about it. That's you know, yeah. And the only thing you cannot control in New Zealand is the weather. Is weather, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As we're about to see tomorrow Tell yeah. oh, you, yeah, it's going to be good, trust me You reckon? Yeah
0: You don't think it's going to rain?
1: Not for the event, it's not going to yeah, rain Yeah, no. yeah,
0: yeah Well, the boys today were saying that they've got tarps and everything ready to go Like, mm. they got most of the track built today the, I think the real problem with Supercross is when you're building it in the wet Exactly And then, but the, yep. you just can't get a base down So yep. if they can get a base down And that it was pretty dry today when you what guys the were there was yeah. man Yeah, Look. it was super dry and hard Yeah So, um, which would be good for that 350, a eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> are you tripping on riding that yep. that uh, the race? How are you feeling? Are you confident? because oh, nah, it's I'm, you and Ronnie, right? Oh, I, uh, so yeah, You, me, you just got to beat Ronnie. Yeah,
1: I just got to beat Ronnie. The best
0: yeah. of all time to ever do it, arguably. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Man,
1: we went on radio this morning, and the guys like they don't, they, they would not get it, it. Well, no, no, they don't know much about dirt bike. So, in their mind, he probably is the best of all time. Like no one's ever beaten him. <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh yeah it should be good um I've to be honest I've been really looking forward to it I've enjoyed until today well this I was about to say <laughs> I've enjoyed like really working with uh Adam and Ryan they you know they've what they've achieved I think with before the race has even the gates have even dropped has been massive for our sport massive like you guys have seen that over a number of years already but to for our sport to see it um, yeah it, it's it's huge man I've been involved this whole week I flew up here Tuesday evening and it's like been Wednesday morning Wednesday midday Wednesday Arvo same through Thursday now we're into Friday I'm pretty tired like it's been it has been pretty full on it's been awesome I've, I've enjoyed it but I think for the most part the biggest thing that I'm proud of is that we're getting to the mainstream and mm. that's never happened never happened so that's for me that's going to Open doors, open other channels for our sport. Because,
0: like, you're in the industry here. Like, you're a guy that with yeah. the importer for Troy Lee. and like, Yeah, but
1: that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because... But,
0: I mean, in terms of, like, the big picture, right? Like, it helps everybody. Yeah, you know? yeah,
1: big picture. But the big picture for me is, at the moment, like, oh, we don't have any... Like, the, the next generation, just mm. it just never happened. It really hasn't. Like, Josh and I, we're, we're probably gaining quite... Uh, yeah. Consistent mainstream exposure, yeah, and we and weren't even stops. in the country, type of thing. You know, we were based overseas, and then it's just fallen off the radar. It's eh? big time, yeah. So for me, that's my big driver of being involved. Is I really want to see our sport get back on the map, mm. and and we don't have any like that. We don't have that one or two marquee riders right now. Mm. So like now it's come down to having an event as the driver yeah and i feel like that's probably gonna help leverage the sport a lot further potentially i see it well, that's, that's that's why i'm doing
0: it yeah and i oh, man I, I think you're totally right dude like there's such a trickle down effect and i mean we've kind of like me and have talked about it in the last podcast and then me and chad talked about it which that one isn't out yet but there's a huge hole man like dude when i was a kid i watched your season in 04 Mm -hmm. where you josh and stefan battled i had that you know the dvd that the mx dude i watched that thing maybe three thousand times and it's like not even an exaggeration like that and then the great outdoors and then bar to bar 04
1: that (laughs) was like
0: on constant rotation in my house and it's like what do kids have now that is that equivalent. Yeah, right. And it's like even, um, like we we were the Chad Reed, Ben Townley, Josh Coppins, Stefan Everts, Ricky Carmichael, James Stewart generation, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's okay. like, it's like people have these um, errors in say like music, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you listen to, you know, list your top five bands that you listen to as a kid. Yeah. And then it's like, imagine if that stops and then your kids don't have music to listen to. That's kinda what's happening. I'm at that point
1: right now. Right now. So I've got those I've got those well, I got three kids, but those two boys, right? Mm. And they don't have that like It's crazy. You know? Like Reedy obviously he's still Yeah. He's still racing, but he's not
0: like it, know? It's different to when, like, every single weekend, man, yep. you're putting on your Chad Reed pajamas and you're yep. sliding into your Chad Reed bedspread. And, and I
1: don't know what that's like because I wasn't here when I was a racer, if you know what I mean. Mm. Like, you know, so, like, I, I hear people tell me. That but you now, were that for them. Yeah, exactly. But now I'm watching my kids, and we you need that, man. Dude. You need you need that. Like, that's, like, a, gives you that. Um, that I It's an aspiration, a, right? Aspiration. It's that's something word, to, yeah. like, look
0: yeah. towards and, like, Chad was a dude from curry curry you're just a guy from New Zealand you're battling like the world's best guys and then like I had that my whole life so go back to what we're talking about that's why I'm doing it exactly and I think that and it's it's interesting that you just said that um, now we don't have marquee riders so we need a marquee event because I think that an event is the same thing in a way because it gives you something to aspire to
1: that's exactly right so my you know um, I'll talk a lot about don't I don't want people to take it out of context because I'm not fucking Tony Alessi, you know. Yeah, to, no, I know. But yeah. if I if I talk about my son, he's he's like gonna sit in the stands tomorrow evening and watch. Just be so inspired. Yeah, he is so inspired. And there's there's a heap of kids because like, I'm obviously at the races a lot now with my son. Mm. There'll be a heap of those kids, and I hope that out of I don't know there might be five thousand kids there to tomorrow night. Hopefully, in ten years' time. You know, we'll be having Mount stadium. Smart and we'll be having a, there'll be a marquee rider yep. from New Zealand racing in New Zealand. Yeah. That would be to me, hopefully I've done a little piece mm. to, to help the sport.
0: I'm not, man, for sure you like you do. If if people invest in these events the way they do and I mean the the thing with AME and Sando and Bailey is like dude I've known Bailey since I was like 17, 18 years old Mm. and like he was just a dude trying to get gear deals and shit for Cam (laughs) Sinclair and it's like we've got a really good chance here with those guys because they know the industry and like you know yourself with like Feld in the US like they kind of don't care like if they don't sell out if like Supercross goes to shit and the whole industry falls apart guess what there's yeah. now 27 monster truck stops and an extra 5 Nemo and Ices, yeah. and it just replaces it Absolutely. like it, it sort of doesn't matter whereas to these guys like it does matter Yeah, and I think sure. that you know hopefully they're planning like more stops kind of around Australasia or whatever and it's like we can really um, you know yeah have that bar to where it's like you do aspire to that because I think that like nowadays the world's like a smaller place it is for sure yeah yeah but at the same time like i could see it's still being like a reach for kids like your boys that i mean different for them i guess because they knew you did it but if it's like if you don't have those people that because like for me with chad reed i was like oh i'm an aussie kid he was an aussie kid yeah and then same with meddy same with burner same with even ando so it's like if they can do it i can do it Sure. but it's like if we
1: but that's the aspiration exactly eh? having that yeah
0: and, it, and if you don't have and it's even like so I think the international stuff is like super far away right so you kind of need the riders to that uh, representing where you're from to make it click in your head that it's possible yeah but definitely. in yeah. terms of like the close stuff like you know, Mount Smart Stadium. Like a kid can now. Like you're right, man. There's going to be kids in that stadium tomorrow night. Yeah. That their dream, as of tomorrow night, yeah. will change. Although they, they can connect, the dots and it will from be that. like, Mum, I'm gonna I'm gonna race in Mount yeah. Smart Stadium one year. Yeah, and and we unfortunately there's um, there's
1: too many naysayers that don't believe that's important but mm. it is man like it's you know so like important. it's it's so important for our sport to grow you've got to have either that pinnacle event or, or that pinnacle rider yeah. um for us to grow and um yeah that's it's a really interesting one you know like uh New Zealand there's there's so much so much of it is volunteering you know yeah. there, there isn't um uh, professional race promoters like what AMER uh, at all but uh I think we still can set the standard and set the bar really high, and I hope that I hope that we can keep the momentum going from this. I'm certainly going to push real hard mm. after this, and Didn't, do you definitely know if they inspired. It's it definitely inspired me even, and and I I don't think I even needed more inspiration, yeah. but it's definitely has inspired me. And we haven't even gone to the event yet, you know. So yeah, and
0: there's a buzz, man, and like even the way that they treat the guys, like dude. Riders will want to come to this event
1: wow. too i just had this i just had this exact conversation with a marquee rider i'm not gonna say his name because i don't want to get him in trouble yeah. like the way that amy do it man like it's just like guys are gonna go back and they're and gonna they're talk gonna about say, it it's, you it's have gonna, to go. it's gonna spread like wildfire man yeah and they're gonna keep growing and that's because they're doing a good job and they care about the riders. <laughs> and, and, like, I don't really give a shit because I, you know, like, I'm not a racer anymore. Without the riders, you ain't got no show. No, nah, man. And that's what it comes down to. It. And they really do care about them and that they're, they're putting effort into and to making that and you see that you feel that like mm. you just see like the, the atmosphere and and and
0: like even the way the boys are like constantly on social media yeah. they're constantly like tagging the event and it's like those dudes don't have to do that shit mm. then yeah. when do you see anyone tag Feld yeah yeah no one tags Feld <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know and it's like the th- few dudes that they actually probably pay and they're paying yeah, for them exactly. to do it right. like you can tell no, like
1: not, they're not even front runners in the sport anymore they're like has been well not has been yeah but yeah. Know, yeah but
0: it, it is crazy but again it's because they are one of us and like they know
1: what one thing i guess is um is a little bit different is is for ame they can they can beat to their own drum a little bit mm. a, as opposed to felt like they're under a pretty strict well it's, it's the world championship company you know too. what i mean like it's the world championship it has to be done in that in yeah that, that that shape and form whereas AME sort of you know beats their own drum a little bit there and I think that allows them to for us to have that the rider relationship from mm. a rider promoter relationship uh,
0: a little better well, a lot better yeah definitely <laughs> yeah how, so. to, um, how serious are your boys about racing yeah, they love it man because like, even I, 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 so yeah. to, for context so we are going to do this Sunday and then you are like well if we could do this today because I want to take my boys riding Sunday yeah so that made me think that they're pretty into it
1: oh not not in the respect that um, I want to be out there like like putting the stopwatch on them tony Alessi and yeah. <laughs> yeah. um no more in the respect that like they just love I it i don't eh? really let them ride a lot during the weeks mm. so like we sort of make um a couple of sundays a month we, we make sort of priority to go riding because because they really do love it yeah. they really do and i guess i was just telling uh, uh telling a mate before earlier like i love seeing that that passion uh, and come out and them like they really have that same buzz
0: that I had when I was a kid. Yeah, okay. You know, you know what that buzz is. Oh man, you know it's like it's as good as any drug <laughs> Hey, dude, like there's a. It's funny because I'm actually going through it again now with jiu-jitsu Okay, and yeah. it's like, and I I sort of actually posted about it the other day. I don't know maybe I, to, I spoke about it with Slater because he he raced but then like he won world championships like he beat josh at the vet worlds and yep. stuff like that as like a thir- 35 plus year old guy yeah and i was just saying like it's funny when something bites you it just takes all of you eh? away yeah. and for me man motocross was like dude the reason i'm sitting here doing this podcast is because of that bug in motocross i yeah, knew right. i wasn't ever going to be fast enough yeah To win a world title But yeah. I was like I want to take this As far as I can but take
1: that's it that's the That's the wicked thing About dirt bikes Is The buzz that you got Get riding or got Riding dirt bikes Is no different to my same. buzz It's yeah. you know like It's just the same thing Yeah And that's what I love About seeing my boys ride You know like I I I I guess in one respect I'm fortunate that I can help them In yeah. terms of you know like From my experiences But in the other you know on the other hand like you know there's probably a little bit of pressure and, and whatnot and
0: with the townly name on the bullshit button. that yeah. comes
1: with it which i i don't like that part of it but in terms of just them enjoying it and getting that buzz i love that and i love doing it with them and seeing yeah. the little milestones they make you know goals they set you know we where i'm from in taupo uh they raced the winter series and my son is on a 65 Older son's on a 65 and he started clearing a few bigger jumps you know and he's like (laughs) you'll leave you'll leave there on a sunday and there isn't a race till like four weeks later and he's talking on Monday about how he wants to jump this next jump and yeah it's cool I, l- I do really like that that side of it I love that side of it actually.
0: Was your dad a big part of taking you racing when you were a kid? Oh your- massive yeah okay. our whole family yeah.
1: and like we're doing the same thing now you know like with so my your, wife. So is
0: your old boy still involved? Yeah, in- yeah. he he That's actually
1: sick. like still comes and because I, I still like to ride yeah so he'll look after all he's our bikes. It's cool it's really cool because it is it is what we did as a family, you know. Yeah. My sister as well, and she'll probably tell you she hated it. But as much as as much as she hated it, she, you know, we did it as a family, and we did so much as a family. Like, well, you know what it's like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, the travel you guys would have had to do for where you live, oh, eh? We we didn't have anywhere that extent of travel, but we still did it all as a family, and and that's what you know what I'm doing with my family now, and it's cool. I really. I think you know the relationships that you that you friendships you make out of in a relationship lifelong lifelong eh? yeah it's,
0: it's crazy like even my dad drove down to a, a um fight with me the other day we drove eight hours down and then you know he doesn't know anything about it like to him it's <laughs> like real foreign yeah and yeah. um and it was funny like he was like i had one division that was in like the gi- and then the next division was in no Geese so it's just like a rashi and board shorts and he's like he was filming my fights and he was like oh it's real different you know like you can he's trying to get into it in the same way yeah and right. it's cool because it's like you know when like you said man from cairns like we did the sunny states so we drove from <laughs> cairns to brisbane every second week yeah, right. for like eight rounds or whatever it was and it was like dad would knock off work early on a Thursday he'd load our trailer and our van up and then he'd drive all through the night and then he'd sleep while we did practice and then get up for the races we'd race pack up go oh, home nice. and he's back at work on Monday yeah that's gnarly it's man it's savage man That yeah. it's like it, it, you know he loved it he yeah. still loves it yeah, like he course. still comes yeah. out to all the you know like we do the Transmoto six hours now my brother does Hadda Fink like he wrenches for Toby he does the Nationals for Jats like there's just something about, you know, the people, the friendships that you make. Yep. And, and because it's it's a hard sport yeah, as well. Yeah, it and is, it's yeah. like when something's... think when something's so hard and you know how hard it is, you really form bonds with people that push through that same yeah. adversity kind it's, of thing. It's a
1: lot of satisfaction, eh? Mm. A huge amount of satisfaction for
0: sure. And I can't imagine what it's like to watch your kids succeed.
1: Uh, I. Yeah, I mean, I, to be honest, I haven't really experienced, like, Levi and Jagger, they, they've they done well, but not, I mean, they're not racing too seriously yet.
0: But um, I mean, even, like you said, the personal milestones. Yeah, that, that's like, the part. It yeah, doesn't matter whether yeah. it's a world championship or, a yeah you know, sorry, clearing yeah, a tabletop, yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. like a, Seeing them yeah.
1: yeah, get that satisfaction is, is also personal satisfaction yourself, but I think, um, I was just, uh, how we got started on this and how you were talking about going riding on Sunday, I said to my wife Just recently Lucy I said you know We need to be careful Like they're just Just like Buzzing on the sport At the moment Yeah yeah. And I want to keep That balance you know Yeah That's um For me that's really important I think that's probably What I had Because Because I obviously Came from A a background A family that had No idea of the sport You know It was really well balanced Yeah to a certain point and then you like had to they didn't
0: get, let you just go all in because they
1: nah. didn't even really understand well, it they didn't really know any different you know yeah. they're just a learning process along the way whereas i could easily go every weekend type of thing you yeah. know and go all
0: and let them ride five days a week yeah, and yeah, have yeah. three practice bikes <laughs>
1: exactly man. it's uh yeah i exactly. mean you,
0: you see so much these days with kids though where like they do get the full mini dad treatment yeah they've got all the bikes they've got like you know how many times in america did you see like full-blown rvs rock up at tracks for kids on 65s yeah mate. yeah yeah and it's like how many of them kids are racing pro
1: yeah exactly mate yeah oh w- without a doubt you know like um and i feel like a lot of that uh leads to burnout for those kids yeah. as well that there's so much because so there's much so pressure. much investment um, and then with that investment you know comes time and then the pressure just escalates man and then because kids know. Oh of course. oh yeah it's just you know you feel it. it's just a, you can feel you know that through through um, emotion yeah. you know and uh, yeah I just want to keep it simple and, and to be honest like coming that's what everywhere has its positives and negatives you know yeah. and, and down here you just need one, one dirt bike and you just go racing and we have like the best tracks in the world. Uh, we have great events. We don't have, a you know, obviously population-wise we don't have a massive depth so that's sort of against us a little bit. But, you know, like Aussie's just three hours away and yeah. and I think obviously depth is a, is a lot better there. And, yeah, I, I think in this day and age it's still definitely, you know, going back to what we were talking about, it's still... Absolutely doable. Yeah, but I think it probably comes down to that rider. That the rider—it's got to come from them, not from the yeah. parent. And I think I keep—I see that a lot, man. It's just—it's too often driven from the parent and not from mm. the rider. And if the rider isn't driving it, everyone else has got to be like the drivers. The rider's got to be driving it, and the rest and have got to be in behind. Support, and they're yeah. like—they're they're just soaking their energy up. Yeah. It shouldn't be the other way around where you're trying to like like give the rider energy.
0: That's just—it's—it's just. It's, it's just it's just um, doom for disaster and a lot of times too like you get those parents that like want to give their kid everything they want them to ride every day they want to be homeschooled but it's like I feel like that um, that want for more is what fuels you to be like a champion
1: if you if you look around historically right if you historically look at the sport that that is where the majority of of champions come from yeah like I've thought about that and talked to people about that recently uh, quite a lot. You know, like uh, historically, our sport doesn't come from yeah financial. Uh, it's
0: a redneck sport,
1: basically. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's it's still that. I still believe it's still that equal meeting point between man and machine. Like you can still go down to a a dealership mm. now buy a bike get a bit of help setting up your suspension you know a 450 in this day and age you know they have so much horsepower and you can you can go out there and if you're a good enough rider you can race somewhat with the best riders in the world Mm. you know and that that sort of gives you i think um uh an insight you couldn't you couldn't go and you know you couldn't get in a in a commodore and go and race scott McLaughlin and shane no. van <laughs> no. you know what i'm trying to put it in context yeah, somehow yeah, yeah. you know you, it's no, just not, right. not possible to do that whereas on a dirt bike you could still go and have a crack at eli tomac within some mm. range you know on something well
0: especially to get you to the level that you get sponsorship to help right. yeah. you know like yeah. you might not be able to as Joe blogs race with Eli Tomac because of like the infrastructure or whatever, but mm. you can get to a point yep. where you're showing so much speed, so much promise, Potential. so much de- determination, yep. and you're doing well to where that will get noticed, and Absolutely. that can come from anywhere, bro. Yep. That can come from yeah. Taupo, New Zealand, yep, or can. that can come from Cortez, Colorado, and it doesn't
1: cost you millions. No, yeah, yeah, and I think that's where well, I see a lot of it go wrong. Like people are pumping millions in, and it's just. It's the wrong way to do it because it's got to come again from that rider, and they've mm. got to have that. You know, like Chad's a good example of that. Eh? Like For sure, he was a gritty, a gritty young uh, rider from. He's a mongrel, yeah. Curry, curry, and and he he just drove that man. Like he had something in his sights, and he mm. wanted to achieve that. You know, and yeah, that's what we've got to see more of, as opposed to people tipping and yeah. tipping and you know hundreds of thousands to really achieve what are they achieving by that you know and man like burning burning gas
0: you know yourself too like it's a it's a really fucked up sport for what injuries can do yeah you know what i mean like it's never a sound investment yeah because the chances of making it even for a dude that was at the top of the world like you it can get taken away from you completely out of your control do you
1: remember nicky Irwin? do you remember him he raced pro and he got paralyzed he raced for kawasaki in australia what was his name again? nicky irwin Uh it was sort of like hurley era he was from new zealand and he did the stats on what it what like the percentage of making it to being a pro rider and it's like oh it's crazy yeah it's like 0.00 something of of, of a percent, you know, to make it—it's a, a pro. lottery, dude. Yeah,
0: like even yeah. with all the potential, like you know, yeah, like for you, for you, like yeah. you fell short of goals that that you had, mm. and it's like you're one of the best dudes yeah. ever. Like you've rate, you know, motocross the nations, moto wins, obviously world championships. Like yeah. it's and it can be taken away. Like it it isn't smart money to just <laughs> no, nah, you nah, know what exactly, I mean. Like yeah. even for a guy that is yeah. in the best one of the best in the world yeah. it's still not smart yeah. money and it's
1: th- not smart money and it certainly it does not help the process either mm. there's no doubt dude, about dude i
0: it. remember like we didn't have a lot as kids we never had the best bikes i don't think i ever i don't think i had a new motorcycle until i was 19 or something like wow. that like 18 like yeah. it always had second hair bikes like yeah. i spent my um i was going to go to schoolies in 2007 i want to say when i graduated high school and I had three grand saved up and then I didn't go to schoolies. I bought a a, a 2006 250F. Wow. I was like, fuck, nah, I'm I'm just going to get a new bike. So it's like, but that to me, like obviously I never made it in motocross as a racer, but I made it in motocross. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? I got to travel the world for motocross. I got to go to all the races I dreamed of racing. It was in a different capacity, but I still think it was because man, I was hungry right up until the day I left Australia on that flight. Like I still didn't have the best cameras and I still didn't have money and I still like, I was, it was always this yeah. like, it always felt like I had something to prove and I I had, um, you know, like a, a point to sort of prove because I was never given anything the yeah, whole right. time. And, yeah. and I think it's like, to your point, even as a racer for yourself, it was like you always, that determination. Whereas if someone gave me, a bunch of money and they gave me all the best camera gear and they it was like yeah just go do what you want to do man yeah yeah it probably wouldn't have been the same like it's that adversity that that, that that that
1: drives you Mm. yeah yeah absolutely and i you you know you see it that that is the common denominator if you ask Mm. me definitely is well you look at like
0: james stewart they come from nothing yeah ricky they Mm. came from nothing yeah travis like all those those guys like they really did come from these obscure stories and these rags to riches kind of absolutely but we're in a weird time now where that's not the case for a lot of people but i think like i mean eli is obviously one of the dudes at the top of sport he's been a factory writer since he was a kid but you were around them a lot to i think john kept him fairly grounded and and motivated yeah but ando didn't come from a lot yeah dean wilson didn't come from a lot yeah ken had a a very humble, beginning, yeah. you look you at
1: know, and, and Hurlings, mm. you know, they're, they're two very good examples of that, and they current, you know, current writers right now. So, yeah, and like you said, it probably has changed, society has changed mm. to a certain respect, and that, and that, so it's not, um, yeah, potentially as hard, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's the correct thing to say, but it's certainly a little different world we live in now, for yeah, sure, definitely. yeah, definitely.
0: Mm. Um, so. We'll get into a bit of your racing stuff then, and like so when the, when we had this idea, we were gonna try and do this with you and and Villo. Yeah, that two thousand would have been good, dude. We'll, we'll do it at some point. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, it'll happen. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be out here next year. Um, but yeah, that season is like one of the craziest seasons of all time. Yeah. Like, how, do you do you spend much time like looking back on that now, or like have you thought sort of uh, thought about it? I have recently,
1: just because my boys have sort of uh, got to the age where. They seem to be able to unlock my phone or iPad and watch YouTube and they, yeah, they okay. seem to um,
0: Do they get a kick out of watching? Ac- yeah yeah
1: they do. Yeah, they come across it. They watch everything, man, yeah. from Ronnie Mac to like the That's a good what's example that new for kids Red Bull too. show thing, the, what's it called? I can't remember. Take it on the World or something. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that and then stuff from my racing, they sort of watch everything. So yeah. they have come across it lately and then I'll you know, I'll be walking past and see it and, and watch it and I guess it's um it's a little bit of a uh, bittersweet thing for me to watch. You know, I fell short there. I'm yeah. very proud of what...
0: I was going to say, like, man. Yeah. You obviously <laughs> fell short of the title, but it's like, dude, how many people have done that with Villapoto? Yeah. The way yeah, that yeah. you did.
1: It was it was very cool, and I guess the circumstances of how it rolled out, you know, we were teammates and um, you had, had a lot of respect for each other. We raced mm. hard. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah it was really interesting dynamic being that we were teammates i guess and racing for a championship all the way to that be cool to it'd be cool to talk to mitch about it i'm sure at one Mm. at one point yeah i'd love to actually at one point talk to him about it but yeah yeah it was yeah a little bittersweet really i guess is what i can say because i obviously
0: and man it was like i remember obviously like i was pulling for you through that series (laughs) and i remember being been well I mean I think I was like eighteen when or seventeen when that ha- was going down. Yeah. But um it was uh it was could have so easily gone your way.
1: Yeah, I think at one point in there we went three rounds in a row where we went out Two-one-one. tied. Yeah we went I think it was uh Colorado, Washugo, and Melville yeah. we were we were tied dead even on points for one point of the season. So yeah, it was real yeah real interesting and and obviously at the time like you're so immersed in it but you know looking back it was yeah. it was pretty cool to be a
0: part of how good did you feel on the bike amazing here? amazing like because you yeah. looked like yeah you talk about like um all the 2007
1: good and 2012 when i i didn't last too long that year but like is that
0: the year you were in australia on yep. that dude that yep. was the that, yeah, i think yeah. that's the fastest i've ever seen someone yeah ride a bike
1: i uh because obviously i sort of had a bit of a turmoil uh 2011 and then um because 2010 was decent i'd had that
0: that was the uh, or ride right yeah 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 yep. Yep,
1: yep. so i'd had a pretty rough oh9 and 10 i got things back on track 11 it fell off a bit again and then 12 i was like i was i had a massive amount of um you know, firing me yeah. to like I was like I was kind of like twenty seven. I was like, right, I want another five to seven years. You know, I wanna. I'd, yeah. I'd had a, quite a bit of time off, so I felt like You're I could extend my career yeah, on the yeah. other side, type yeah. of thing. So I. Yeah, so I put a lot of effort in, and Konski sort of let me just basically control what I wanted to do with the bike, you know, yeah. like, and I just had... And that was a good bike. I like. had an amazing package, best 450 hands down ever for me personally. Really? Yeah. And yeah. what
0: was on, Yeah, you had your pro circuit suspension? No,
1: nah, no, nah, I, I had a guy in New Plymouth, um, remember Shane King? Yeah, yeah. So his old, like, race mechanic, so he's, like, from one of those eras where you did the suspension, the mm, engine, yeah, you did like the whole the bike Paris on your own, own. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. It's a little bit different to this era where you've got like yeah. you know, an engine guy, a suspension guy, and then a mechanic type yep. of thing. Yep. And he, he helped me build that bike. Like uh, there was Mike Lamman and then Lee Walker was my mechanic. Yep. So they were both based in Melbourne. But my, uh, Jimmy, I call him God, is uh, he helped me sort of really massage that bike. Mm. And uh, I kind of came from the mindset like there was no point investing all this money really, which Yuri said he would do if I wanted to get stuff from America and whatnot and I was like, nah, nah nah, like let's just we I don't feel like we we I know what that costs. Yeah. If you really want to do it properly, let's put that time, effort, energy and and, testing and, and, and like, doing it here locally. And yeah. we did that and I, I hands down I loved that bike. Absolutely really? loved it. And it showed.
0: Yeah man. You Dude know, I remember it showed. I remember because it was Coonabarabran where you crash, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I remember watching you in yeah. in practice there, just going like, "Fuck!"
1: Well, that's Con- Conondale, I believe, was the fastest oh, yeah, I ever that was rode a gnarly, dirt bike. dude. And I and you know, like I'd had a really good uh, summer in New Zealand, building up, did the New Zealand Nationals, yeah. and, and I was riding really well. And then that thing with Chad came up, and that just like just added fuel to the fire because mm. like. And, Villo was obviously on the top of his game at that point, and you wanted, and I wanted, I smoke. wanted to go back. Hey, <laughs> eh? I wanted a bit of redemption. Hey, <laughs> eh? but I've never really talked about this to be honest, yeah, it's because I, it all just went up in smoke, you
0: know. So it just, Dude, I remember standing there. I was in the pits, uh, um, under the JDR tent, and did you? Was it in the first motor? Was it in qualifying? Nah, qualifying. Was in qualifying. I don't even
1: it? really remember it that well, to be fair. Like, oh. I, not that I got. A head yeah, injury, but, but the whole thing was just a blur. Had, like it was obviously, and I wasn't that much pain. They put me on meds and got mm. me out of there. But
0: I remember standing under the tent, and then someone just said, Oh, Ben just crashed. And I'd just walked off the track and I'd just gone back under the rig. And then someone said, Ben just crashed. And then we looked out, and I because it was it was off like a funky single, yeah, thing, a little wasn't like,
1: it? like from what I remember, you sort of went off the start, went left through some roller things, and then there's the right bit of a table, and then it couple of switchbacks and then, and it then there was some out, like yeah. roller things Yeah, and I think I framed one and it caught the frame and then the bike sort of went like that and then I'm there was another one and then you know you're at that tipping point mm-hmm. you're either like I'll ride this out that far on the front wheel or and then it would just it just went that part far past the tipping point and then it just pole drove me in and like foot, put my foot out like that and it just dislocated my just just pretty much just annihilated my uh my left left hip, so yeah. yeah. But yeah, going back to where I was at, um, like in my mind, I was going to the to Hangtown, which was two weeks later, to win. Yeah, There's, there was no doubt in my mind, like w- how I was mentally, physically, race shape. You know, like that was I was going to win. I I uh, lived on a different property to what I do now, so we. We've just um, it wasn't far from actually where I live now, but I had my own practice track at my front door, and I would come in like this is, uh, I would come in and say, to "My wife, man, I just love riding my bike because I just I was that comfortable on it. Yeah. You know, it was just one of those, it was just one of those bikes that everything came together and um, yeah, like how we got to that point was really interesting, right? So, I'd obviously been pro, and and you know I raced factory bikes for. Uh, what was that 2012 so i'd race factory bikes for pretty much seven years at that point right so then i was back in nz and and jimmy the guy that helped set, set that bike up we're at Broadf- broadford with lee yeah yeah walker and mike lamon and uh and your and they had Boydies race bike and water's race bike another they had been the guys that had raced that 2011 big season yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah triple b <laughs> and uh they had both their race bikes and apparently i don't know and this is where i'm leading with the story apparently those bikes were quite different right yeah and the whole idea was i'll ride one yeah. or both of them sorry and then choose one of them and then and sort of go my direction from there yep. and jimmy like was like no we're not doing that and there was a stock bike there and he's like you're riding that and i'm like oh like, well, let's put my bars on it and he's like no nah, no nah. Just ride it like that, and I'm like, oh, okay. I've ne- like I've never done this. You know, I come from like riding factory bikes, I'm like, oh, okay, this is yep, yeah, this is different. Anyway, we went out right, so I rode it stock. Okay, put your bars on it. Yep, okay, right, right. Put your tires on it and and built that bike literally from stock to what it was, and it gave me a really really good understanding of exactly what changes i made and how they why
0: you made them yeah and
1: how they benefited what i did and i tell you again it was yeah best
0: bike i ever rode mate me and slater you should listen to the podcast i know you don't listen to him but you should listen to slater's podcast because he you know how he did the test ride thing for ktm for 14 years yeah so we were literally saying He's like, all these teams go to build these factory bikes and yeah. they give you the best package that they can give you from day one. Mm-hmm. And then they can maybe make that bike 3% better. Yeah. That's in Sleater's yeah. words, right? Yeah. He's and He literally said, I don't know why they don't just start off a stock bike mm. and just lay the foundation and then build and yeah. build. And then every single part that that rider puts on that bike is going to be a better or a worse. Do yeah. we need this? Do we don't? But all of these teams seem like they just give them with the 52 mil forks and the yeah you know the this best setup this best motor That and you don't and know investing in the process you don't
1: know why or how you got to that point mm. but yeah this was very, and then if it's a
0: turd yeah then it's their fault yeah it's yeah, not yeah, your yeah, fault yeah, yeah, yeah. but your yeah. bike in 2012 if yeah. that thing was a piece of shit that yeah. was your fault right i was probably
1: at the age where i you know i was old enough to uh you know to really know what i needed yeah. i guess you know and if you go to the other end of the spectrum on that is this getting a bit no, 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 no. uh if you go to the other end of the spectrum on that i believe that's what what was a real strength to pc to pro circuit at, at well yeah for a lot of their time is you go there and you and you have a good. parameter yeah. of that much right and you can't go like factory honda man your parameters like it's really m- oh, it's massive 15 different shape front brakes and it's, eh? oh man, I got lost. Really? Totally lost. So with PC, you go there and especially for those young guys, the parameter's even Mm. smaller. You know, like, have you ever seen anyone run a fat bar at PC? No. No, they don't let you. That's your handlebars. You've got three or four different versions. You're changing bends, not flex and shit. You're running that. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I, 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 you know, like, obviously they had a strong bike and whatnot, but like working with Bones, you know, he... He just sort of, you know, watch your weight and and whatnot, and watch you, and and that's your sort of package, and you just go racing, and you you saw people succeed before you, yeah, and then you went there and succeeded, and then the people, and it was just this constant, just yeah. engine, you know, and um, that that was a real different. And then I went to Honda, so I went from that to HRC, and then you so just it's had like, like, like
0: test three thousand, mate. You can nipples on your, <laughs> you
1: could just as you had unlimited resources there and now I got confused really confused. And yep.
0: how then do you get lost in that? And like um, is it really hard to even circle back to where you started?
1: Yeah, I think it was looking back on it. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think what compounded on that for me was that I'd come off injuries. Yeah. So you're trying to play catch up and you're not in great form and you're sort of you're trying to go faster and build your speed at the same time and you're wondering if the parts you're testing are they affecting that and yeah so there's probably a lot going there was a lot going on at that time for me then uh to be fair but still it was um yeah it was uh, there were too many options for sure and then that, that, i guess how we got to that point is because you know a couple of years later still on a honda i wrote a stock model and built it into something that was just phenomenal absolutely phenomenal yeah
0: it yeah. seems like it yeah. just makes so much sense to do that as yep. a pope because man, the bikes are so good, they now. are good, yeah. They're so they're good, they're
1: even better now than 2012.
0: Oh, for sure! You and know? dude, like, like ja- the
1: Yamaha and our KTM, like 450s, have so much horsepower just as a stock, you yeah. Know, you know,
0: well, that's what's funny, like because um, Triple B, old Todd Waters, yeah. he went and rode for the factory team, yeah, and he said that he liked the second the, the full privateer honda better right because it was just slower yeah okay, and he's like yeah, but yeah, i right. went faster <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah but yeah.
0: he said at honda yeah. they just wouldn't let him do anything like yeah, he yeah. he had some clutch issues and he was struggling to get starts and then it, he could just couldn't get starts with the clutches that he had yeah, yeah. and they're like sorry dude mm. interesting eh? so it's like it, it and i mean look at jat's man jat we went to blue wing honda yesterday we picked up a bike yeah. he put his suspension on it some triple clamps the tyres that he likes and an ignition yeah. and it's got a pipe on it yeah. and that's what he's racing at the Supercross tomorrow night yeah. he's probably going to do pretty good
1: they are pretty like as a stock stock trim now they are pretty good you know they don't spend I don't know millions, millions yeah developing that bike for it to be a turd dude you know, like, you know what's so funny and, like, and, 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 and you know some bikes certainly are better than than others like in stock trim but then some some models suit Mm, some riders better than you know other yeah other riders as well but certainly yeah they certainly um are good bikes as a
0: stock version for sure it's funny man like i remember being a kid and again it was like that have not thing right so we broke up on like (laughs) my bike was always way older way fucking slower never had good graphics i never you know none of it was cool and i just wanted to be one of the cool kids that was sponsored and you know their dads bought them everything and um, and that was my dad's famous line, man. He was like, "Honda don't spend," because we always rode Hondas. He goes, "Honda doesn't spend millions and millions of dollars so that you can go and put some fucking shit piston in this thing." <laughs> he's like, "Leave it how it is," and he's like, "You're not gonna go any faster." And I was always like, I was always like, "Oh, he's such a dickhead. Uh, he doesn't know. I'm looking in Transworld, and they're saying this pipe gives you three more horsepower, and, and like, you know, you're just not getting out of the bikes, what?" Know, yeah. unless you, like you or, you know, yeah, these top-level yeah, sure. guys, like, yeah. you're just not getting that out of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's it's just funny now that that then comes full circle. Yeah. No, it has, and I'm
1: honest about it, man. Like, you know, like it's, uh, I've, like, I'll give you an example. I've just got off a 450 and gone to a three fifty because, like, it's a hell of an amount of motorcycle to hang on to if you're not a full-time pro.
0: And now you're a trail rider. It's a, it's a big, bit of, <laughs> big, big better horseback to hang on to, man, so yeah they are very good yeah. um so we'll go go back to that like because your your career always has been like pretty injury riddled yep. like when you see guys that struggle with injuries like do you think that's just like a a physical like a genetic thing to where like some guys break some guys don't is it just pure luck is it no nah, because I, I look at dude like malcolm know, right so like malcolm rode for jdr fuck me I saw that dude have big crashes mm. and he always got up and yeah. he was never hurt and then other guys so it's like is it just luck is it you know a I genetic know. thing
1: uh I, look, I I look at Dean eh? like Dean he's mm. been through the ring man and if I I can I could compare myself a little bit to Dean I believe it through the decisions I made really mm. it was just like just eras of and it probably comes back to my personality of wanting too much, you know, taking too big a bite at the apple. Basically, yep. is what it came down to I, for for me personally. Uh, I don't know if that's the same for Dean, but um, yeah, it's is that harder or easier to deal with? I don't know, man. Like, I I, I don't think that I'll ever have be able to like accept it. To be fair, you know, like in my mind, I. I still you know ex- still wanted to achieve so much more and mm. and uh fell short and so it's it's always going to eat me up inside for sure um I, do, I don't I don't think I'll ever get over it but at the end of the day like I'm you know I'm Fairly healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a pretty good life. I don't have. I don't have a lot to, to be um, pissed off. Yeah, at, yeah. But, but obviously, like, as a racer, like as like that true the racer. Man. Yeah, the competitor in me. Like, um, it's yeah, it
0: sort of eats me up a bit for sure. So, yeah, that obviously then means like that says something about you as a person. If like all these years later, like yeah. you can tell that it's like there's like this something deep in you that's like really fucking off it still that like and that's
1: why it comes back to that's probably where the 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 mistakes happen which then compounded once, into injuries yeah like so yeah. once
0: you get further and further into that hole of like i can achieve more i can achieve yeah. more you start taking those bigger bites of the apple right yeah exactly
1: Yep, 100%, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, that's I think for me personally, that's where it came from. It's hard to speak for other riders. You'd have to get someone to speak to you completely honestly about it. You know, like mm. I am right now, because really, at the end of the day, I made the error, uh, which you know then compounded into injuries. And if I look back, that's what it came down to. Mm. And if you look at my my injury and and how they happened, ninety nine percent of them happened at a practice track Mm. and that was me just just trying to like just just take that next little bite you know and so like when you're when as a racer it didn't really it didn't really happen as a racer Mm. you know so that to me if i look back on that's the real that's the real mistakes that i made you know i was trying to really get too much out of um the weekdays and (laughs) and it wasn't you know Uh, that that really bit me because then i wasn't there on on the on the Mm. weekends so Mm.
0: yeah i mean that's got to be like a hard balance though right because like obviously you're at home and then that's like your work like that's where the real work gets done
1: yeah and then i that's a really interesting one for motocross a because you have to do Ninety-nine percent of what you do on the weekends. If you're not doing that, right? Mm. You know, the only thing you don't have really is the adrenaline factor when you're out Monday to Friday. But you don't, you don't see many other sports, eh? Like you don't no. see a boxer going twelve rounds just getting pounded, or you don't see a rugby player. I, I use rugby as a really good yeah. analogy because you don't see them play eighty minutes three days a week. They play it once every seven days, man. Yeah. Whereas we as racers, like. We will, you know, fly home Sunday and, and do it at least at it. three days that week and probably do more than you do on a Saturday, mm. usually. Dude, I mean, you saw Dean's post from last week. He did 80 laps one day. Yeah. You know, he ain't going to do 80 laps tomorrow. What's no. he
0: going to do, like 35 all up, lucky? So do you think that then Dean is maybe in a similar spot to you where he's doing so much because he feels i mean obviously it's hard to speak i don't know from
1: yeah it is hard to speak from i don't know, but man, I don't man, know. man
0: maybe it's worth asking him yeah, yeah and just saying like hey man our careers have had some sort of parallel with injury yeah. because dude like you think about dean man like he's one of my favorite people Wicked, and, like hey. hands down yeah. Like he is a awesome fucking great sport, person hey. yeah and we go like a long ways back now and He's a guy that, like, fuck, every time he gets hurt, like, I, it, I really feel it, you know? Because he's yeah, such yeah, a good yeah. person. And, man, you remember that year when Eli and him were going back and forth and then Eli hit him, which yeah, oh, they were hitting each other. yeah. Seattle. And then ah. that's his shoulder. And then from there, it's just been one thing after another. Yeah. And it's like, I wonder if anyone's ever spoken to him that, in that's in your position that is as good as you yeah. were as a racer and it, said, like, hey, if this is what you're going through, because... I found myself wanting it every time I got hurt I wanted it more and more and more which led yeah. to me chasing more and it's like maybe he's going through a similar yeah, thing to you yeah
1: potentially you'd have to that person because is a lot of laps <laughs> that rider would have to be very open to mm. you know giving you a real insight to what their mental what they're mentally going through and especially at that moment I've had those injuries yeah to then get an understanding or you know to gauge actually or how and why that happened really so because it's, yeah, it's um, it does it is painful eh, seeing riders get injured like i especially when they're such a good yeah, people yeah wicked eh? a yeah, yeah. wicked person dean and and he he's kind of you know i hope for him that he can get it back he can get to that point and achieve what he he could or should achieve um but at the moment he's you know he hasn't achieved you know what i definitely believe he can yeah
0: It's funny, man, like, because obviously my dad's been Jats' mechanic this year, and this he had a fucking terrible Supercross season, like, barely in the top ten. And it's like, there's a dude that's won two Supercross championships in a row. And then, you know, we were all scratching our heads, like, he was living with us, and and it was just, you just saw this fucking defeated kid, and I Mm. felt real bad for him, and everyone around him is... It knows what he's capable of and like i sort of said to everyone after well maybe the coolam round maybe it was cool maybe it was Jim Boomba i just said like man like this kid's been hurt a lot like he's had three shoulder reconstructions in like three years mm. and it's like as a as a racer like and especially being so young and you're seeing all these injuries and it's like it's gonna be fucking hard to go fast again right
1: yeah <laughs>
0: it wasn't for me so you were on the opposite to where you didn't have a mental block with the no. injury speed wise you just yep. went Then maybe that's a bad thing as well <laughs> but I think they're both bad things really yeah. like because to be um, you know like obviously Jet's got the two wins at the last round of Supercross yeah. but it's like his season's fucked he doesn't have a ride for next year now as a result of it his yeah, whole year right. so it's like so the injury was bad and then in your case you'd come back go fucking ham yeah. and then get hurt and again, then it would be yeah, bad yeah. again so it's like man it, as a like, as we're talking about it looks like there's really no way to come back from an injury yeah. right?
1: no no yeah, you gotta it's gotta gotta have a lot of self control for sure mm. and, and, and be measured and, and, and that um process so eh? yeah really measured
0: did you who was like in your corner
1: nah that's one thing that's a really interesting question like like so at one point i was with alden but that um that went a little bit pear-shaped like him and ricky like ricky stopped racing and and whatnot and and he then was, that
0: didn't end well with ricky right? nah nah
1: i don't know is that is that public knowledge like i it, think it yeah is. like it didn't end that well and then
0: well, because of motocro- it was like, like Motocross of Nations where it all came out, right? Because yeah, like he just struggled and then he left yeah. and then you left and I think... Well,
1: I didn't... It sort of it like got to the point where... Because I, I, I was like, at I RC. Alden,
0: like he's a good dude, so there's no negative. I was at
1: RC's riding and that's obviously where Alden was based mm. and then it was kind of like real... How did you say that? Like awkward position, right? So things weren't really good, you know, with those two. But I was still going to have to keep riding there, and Alden was going to be with me, and it wasn't.
0: Was you on PC then?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was actually just going to Honda at the time. Okay. So it was the end of my first two years in America, and yeah, I probably didn't handle the situation well myself. But it was a very, very hard, difficult situation. Because you, know, you are a pretty that you young person, with. and going back to what you just said, did you have anyone in your corner? No, I didn't. You know, like I had a. I came from a family that, you know, they're blue-collar people. They couldn't be there on the other side of the world mm. with me all the time. And to be fair, I don't know. Um, I think you need someone that's independent almost, not, yeah, not like sometimes a, yeah. your family. I reckon that's a real hamstring for Eli Tomac personally. But yeah, anyway, okay. that's another story. Um, yeah, I didn't have that one person. Like, like I had my wife, obviously.
0: But even yeah. then, that's, but like, not a third party. I still
1: think that, like, you got to have a lot of respect for what Chad's achieved because he's done a lot of that sort of mm. just on his own decisions, you know. And I don't think the rest of the world can completely appreciate that because they have people, they have, like, their entourage with them all the time.
0: It's such a double-edged sword, though, right? Because, like, I think a great example is, like, Roger Larson and james yeah. and like that whole little ecosystem that james had and i think that that was a major hamstring for him in a way because like he had all these people like insulating him and i feel like they made it out to where like shit was more a big deal than it was to yeah, like justify yeah, their paychecks yeah, sure, sure. but then yeah, if you're yeah, completely yeah. on your own then you're like not insulated from anything yeah. so, and it's so like
1: going back to like what we're talking about was like you asked me did i have someone and, and i really the point of talking about like you didn't have anyone I then. didn't have anyone I made a bad decision Leaving Eldon But It was a really Really I was young And it was hard to um, uh, Hard to Hard situation Like I a rock and a hard place RC and him Went were, on good terms And certainly the whole Carmichael family Weren't you know Cause like Jeannie had x amount of laps he needed to do a week and alden had x mm. amount of training you know and there was always a man like that what that did that guy did was he was an animal ricky straight up animal no i i got to see it from the very very inside because i did what he did for two years really <laughs> yeah man he was an animal because like like he was the oh uh, you, you know like you had that stanton sort of era and then yeah. it went to like the McGrath party era. Yeah. <laughs> era, you know, and then it went, and then <laughs> RC pretty pretty changed pretty, pretty, the yeah. game again, right? And that came from Alden, but not just from Alden; it came from his mum as well. It, mm. It's a there it was a, I don't think enough's been talked about that. It was a fifty-fifty of both because she was like, "Well, you do X amount of laps per week. It's gotta, it's gotta transfer to to yeah. achieving on the weekend, right? Did. And then you add in." Then you add in that off the bike factor, and then it's got to be a fail proof system, right? I th- yeah. Well, me, I think we all see that now in this day and age. After, because what Elden does is pretty much what he did with Ricky. There's not yeah. a lot of science in it, mate. Like, and that's not being disrespectful whatsoever. It's just fucking work. Yeah, man. He come from the army, and yeah. he is just—he's like a lieutenant, man. Militant. You just get up and you do that same thing every day, day in, day out, and you'll just see the. But he learned about the motorcycle aspect from, from Genie. Genie yeah anyway so going back we can't keep getting sidetracked
0: nah, that's the good thing about podcasts <laughs> is you can just go wherever the fuck you want <laughs> and you just sail for as long nah, as no I takes. could sit here for
1: hours <laughs> eh, and talk about things it's, it's, it's so and I'm not a racer like, anywhere so I wouldn't get myself in hot water but I, I want to keep I want to have respect for yeah, people as well yeah and, that, so. and I'm
0: the same like because Alden unfortunately has come up a few times like even Ando it, <laughs> it was so funny like Ando even the other day he's like yeah I just left uh, Florida, because I just didn't want to be around I'll, and I told it, "I'm just sick of hanging out with you." Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's what I really respect about, Mando. Uh, yeah, fuck, he's an animal, though. Yeah. Kid. yeah. Anyway, so so
1: anyway, so you asked me about how did I have someone around? Me. No, I didn't. And, that, and I, when, I look so back when, on that now, and I didn't have a mentor like. Mm. And so was me.
0: Ricky not like that for you? no nah, not really or was it just like Josh were, was a little bit you guys bit. like a sparring partner Josh
1: yeah that's what Ricky had them like he had Goose and he, then he had Mike Brown and then he had Dungey. after I left like you know, he, he had, just always had a sparring yeah, partner yeah 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 and that's what
0: I was mm. and, um, but so because I've and dude I fucking love RC but you're around him and it's like he's just jabbing at people all day all yeah. day everything's a contest everything's a jab everything's yeah, but like a he
1: probably wasn't as much like that as a racer Mm. At times But like Most of the time Is He was just serious? tired Okay Yeah 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 That makes <laughs> like sense Like going back to What we what we did On the daily eh? Like he
0: So what was an average day For you guys
1: a, a average day During the week re- During the week Was Some Yeah A lot of the time Four sessions a day So a, a good session of yoga Yeah So get out of bed A good session of yoga Straight on your bicycle Without food Bicycle so your cardio for, for the for the day in the morning, eat food, finish like like having yeah, your vacation, last spoonful yeah. of cereal in the car, Lucy's packed lunch, and then like your practice mechanic's already left to water the track and get your bike prepped and whatnot. Yeah. He's, he's been there till like 8 at, at the night before doing shit as well. So you've got to have that guy because then you get there and just climb, slide straight. You might as well just stay in your gear anyway because you yeah. were there 10 hours before. So you get to the track, suit up, laps, you know, for X amount of laps. Eat lunch. Just you're probably sometimes eating that in the car. Go to the gym, and then by the time you finish at the gym, it's it's five just o'clock, and go home and eat, and then go to bed, and just you did that three days a week. And was it like that for you? And then then one day a week you did intervals, and that's what changed the game for me. Big intervals. Time. So what what do you mean by intervals? So we got on a bicycle and we did, and it was like like st- as stock as this. You got on a bicycle, did eight minutes warming up, and then you had like a different range of either two minutes as hard as you could fucking possibly go, <laughs> just all yep. out, and then a minute off, and then it might be three minutes, and then it might be two minutes again, and and then you just did that. So it was whatever on one minute off whatever on and, and then the, and what he calls boot camp which everyone yeah, refers yeah. to in off season now you did that twice a week really yeah so, and so Tuesday you and said Thursday
0: that, you said that changed the game for you yeah you saw your fitness just yeah. go like skyrocket
1: uh, just because I I felt like um, well, what changed the game what about it changed the game yeah, so I could handle that extreme intensity of racing a lot easier because I, I mentally I put my body through it in the week- in the weekdays so, mentally, come Sunday, it, it felt like a breeze. RC, RC always used to say Saturday or Sunday, because it, it was back Sunday yeah, back then, yeah. but Saturdays should be easier than Sundays. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, Week weekdays should, should, be should, be should be easier than the weekends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yeah. And know, so that so. changed the game for me and i i put a lot i yeah put a lot of that down to what i did with alden with that because i
0: and so were you like happy to stay with alden but then i was pretty fried you wanted to stay two
1: years i was pretty fried so you, yeah, it wasn't the, the training load. it wasn't the it wasn't the off the bike workload it was doing the bike both and the and like i said it was like and did genie. you just
0: did you just feel like locked in like you didn't have any room to move sideways at all and does that get as tiring as the workouts themselves uh because to some people like a regime like that just seems so fucked. Yeah. Like, I to guess just like do the, the same. It was
1: kinda like that PC thing, right? I'd mm, seen I'd seen Tedesco and dudes achieve with what the tools they had and we'd all seen what RC had done it was like, Well, if I do that it's on a PC bike, I'm bound to succeed. And mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. Simple formula, right? Eh? With a good team, with good people around me with a good trainer with good people around me it's got to be a no-brainer and it was
0: could you see like your mentality like because I I think about like now I'm training now harder than I ever have in my life so I do I do six days a week of like and our sessions are fucked like it's not it's not good like every day I'm coming home my face is swollen from people like rubbing on my face and like everything's everything hurts all the time but I'm I'm in this zone now where it's like my, I feel like It's like this Even your mind is like this samurai sword And you're just sharpening This blade And it seems like Every session you do which That's is just a like,
1: pretty good way Of analogy Because yeah. to, it's so I'll give you hard. a really good example Of that I had a tough round And Red butter It was like round six I think Or round seven Anyway I I, I got admitted to hospital They thought I had um, Appendicitis or yeah, something. something Yeah something like that and, and anyway And then they like it wasn't really going anywhere they couldn't find anything I was still in a decent amount of pain but I was like well if there's nothing wrong with me then Then get me out of here and I'll you know I'll just deal with the pain and and I remember I got I started in front of RV in both motos and then like I was I wouldn't say I was in a heap of pain but like I I was uncomfortable yeah uncomfortable right but I can still remember moments then in that moto where like I was like so clear in my mind of like what you did this week has mm. put you in the position and I'm so I'm talking to myself and so clear in my mind that I'm strong enough to do this and that goes to that's that sharpening of yeah. that, that sword
0: because that's that's like yeah. and man I've never felt like that in my life and, I, and it's because honest to God I've never tried this hard yeah. at anything in my life right and and now for whatever and maybe it's because I got sick a couple of years ago and I you know there were some there's some issues where I, like legit I could have died. And maybe it's because of that experience as well. To now, I've it's I don't know. It's like this new thing. Yeah. But now, and I've worked with athletes forever. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I'd see this, but I never had it myself. Right. And now, like, there's even a point where, like, if you said to me before I started this training, like, go and do these sprints and what, I just be like, nah, fuck off. Like, yeah. I don't really want to do it. Yeah. But there wasn't like maybe there wasn't a correlation between like that working and then winning yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like i don't know there's just it's just this new thing and it and it's given me a new respect for guys like yourself because Mm -hmm. i think for people especially like i've been on the media side for for 10 plus years right yeah and we get paid to like cover the sport without having fuck all knowledge of like what it really takes to like achieve Yeah, something in that physical capacity. Yeah,
1: and I think like in this in in recent times, like the stuff that Red Bull has done, Mm. showing some more insight into what uh, happens, you know, with um, the training, the training and whatnot, it's been great for people to get more of an understanding for Mm. sure. But yeah, I don't even know how we started this, but sure, uh, definitely like that that part of it um, for me. Was a game changer for sure. Yeah, absolute game changer. But so I think you just asked. So, would I've carried on? Yeah.
0: Would you have stayed with that? Well, or it, oh, or it's just, a really interesting. I was fried, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'd tell you about. So he was training Nicky Hayden at the time as well. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, it must have been a three stone was the second to last round. And Dude, I that's just, so gnarly that track. And I just I got I got hammered. I don't even think I got on the podium. Oh no, I did. Yeah, I got third. Maybe I think. Yeah, I can't really remember. I did. That was my worst round of the season. That's what, fucking screwed my championship. Really, was mm. freestone. But anyway, and you just think you were just so. so anyway, confident. I got home and Alden was away with Nicky and at like a, a GP in Europe, right. And I did nothing that week, just nothing whatsoever. Just, just like surf the couch as good as any, anybody, anybody can <laughs> in the has. world.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you're a starter for. And a week. <laughs> went to
1: Glen Helen and was just back on my game. And yeah. and, it, and I, I was pretty, it, mm. and it wasn't. I think the um, I think the real important factor to to really mention was I'd never done like I'd trained hard, but I'd never coupled that together with so much riding. Yeah, like right. So what RC did was. Massive man, and that's really, I think, probably was probably the biggest game changer for our sport. Is if you're able to, um, if you could take sub- it, yeah. Uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking like, like, um, you know, uh, if you if you can sustain yeah, that yeah. amount of laps with that amount of physical training, you have to win. <laughs> you've got to, yeah. And I and that's just, I sort of got to that point, but then. My body wasn't as well tuned to that because Americans as kids they ride Way so much, much yeah. right? So my body wasn't in tune with doing all that riding. Because when I was in Europe, I was a good trainer physically. Like I, I was around a really good bunch of people that physically trained hard. So I, I got that part of it. There was no issue with me doing that with Alden whatsoever. The intervals adding that in was just a little bit of a sweetener, you know, just yeah. really that helped me. But then doing the riding and all that together was what really elevated my. But yeah, at the end of that 07, man, I was like, whoa, I'm worked. So well, like, you see, and if like you look at the history, you see it. Yeah. yeah. Took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's RC, Baba. Well, I mean, he didn't even last long with him. But he Dungy. won when he was with him. Like, you know, like, look at Roxon. Mm. You know, like, he didn't, He wasn't having a bar of it for too long but at all. You
0: know what, man? Roxon, like, this is the ultimate argument. And, like, this has been a bit of a theme lately. And I, like, I don't know whether it's good or bad that it's a bit of a theme, but, like, I am like really bummed that, like we lose dudes at twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah. But like you wanted to race till you were thirty five. Yeah. You should be able to race but till you were thirty five.
1: That's a whole different discussion. I don't believe mm. that. Yeah. That I think to that's me, a
0: multitude
1: of things. I think it's too many races. Tracks are too technical, yeah. I believe, for the speed that our motorcycles go on that on those conditions. Mm. I I had a really interesting like. Uh, I went out to do A media thing today With Justin Brayton Yep And we talked for Is this
0: too loud now No 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 We're good yeah. I'm we down talk- to keep well, Just for letting everyone know People are rocking up To the party But we're going to Keep going as long as BT wants to keep talking yeah. So yeah, every yeah. day You get the champion I'm
1: not too good At mingling eh hey, So we'll just <laughs> stay. <laughs>
0: That's alright uh, um,
1: So you're talking To Brayton Yes yeah, so I t- He's he's a wicked dude eh Like I'm, I've
0: I haven't had much to do with him. He's going to come on the podcast, though. I'm, I love I'm rooting for
1: him because I raced against him. I don't really um, know him that well. Like yeah. in Tallahassee, when I raced, like you didn't know anyone else really because you're in this you little were just <laughs> in <the> bubble. <laughs> yeah, in the bubble. <laughs> yeah, I knew RC, and that's about it. You know, like and uh, yeah, anyway, so I was with Brayton for probably forty-five part uh, an hour today, and we started talking about things and. I, I root for him a lot because um, I love rooting for that underdog, underdog and he's, I, I love nice guys and yeah. I mean he's what you see is who he is because eh? yeah. a lot of the times what you see mm. ain't the, you'll know that mm. it ain't the same person so um, you know we had a really interesting discussion and I he, he asked me some really I thought interesting questions as a pro racer that no one Has like of his calibre no. ever asked he's like oh, what's it like for you now you know on the other side and I'm like well it's really interesting because I'm totally removed from America right so I'm yeah you're just a spectator at You this know, point. I'm, I'm as far south as you can go in the world type of thing so I just watch it with my boys on Sunday evening yeah and that's what I and I talk to a couple of people but I'm pretty useless with keeping in touch with people and so I said to him I have a really different view on it now as a as a fan as a spectator I just believe that the sport needs a shot in the arm and one of them for me personally is our motorcycles as 450s are so damn fast that the technicality of the tracks coupled together just ends in catastrophe too often, eh?
0: Well, man, like when have you seen a Roxanne crash? Mm. Before 05? Yeah. Yep, when have you seen that's crash I haven't that? thought about that. When yeah. have you seen a dude yeah. just go fucking flying yeah. through a stadium yeah. with an over the bars? Yeah. Op- like that shit was scary, bro. And was that ha- was that happening yeah. before o four o five? I can't
1: even watch that man. Like when it happened, I, I covered my eyes. Mm. I haven't even. I've never watched that crash fully. Yeah. yeah, like it started to happen. I like looked away. I was. It like, was oh, gnarly, bro. Yeah, and like that's a
0: four fifty crash. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like look at how many how many dudes. Like get I
1: know, like a lot of pros, like if. If Chad was standing here right now, he would be like looking at me like, "What are you saying, man?" But I'm like, when you yeah, sit on the other, lens, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking through a different lens, and and as we talked earlier, I'm looking through the lens of how do we make the sport better as well. Yeah, and I I, I so anyway, going more in depth to this discussion with Brayton. So I moved to America, and you know uh, Sunday afternoons, you'd sit down and because I was fried, <laughs> yeah. I'd watch TV and watch NASCAR, right? And I was like, to begin with, I was like, man, this is the dumbest sport ever. These dudes go around in circles for hours, right? And I'm like, "What? where's the excitement factor in this? But then as I got into it, what really, really stands out to me, right, is on any given weekend, a different driver can win. Mm. And that's what makes that sport so much bigger than Supercross, I personally believe, mm. right? Because as Brayton rightly pointed out, he was like one of the only other guys... Guys that won around last year, yeah. Because d- normally we go on to Anaheim. It's just fever pitch, eh? Hey? Yeah. Like absolute fever pitch, and then you get through like three or four rounds. A couple of different guys went, and then that's it. Boom,
0: dude. If it wasn't for the East West thing, I wouldn't it's fucking so watch past numbers. Boring, dude. past six.
1: So boring. It's crazy, eh? Yeah. Hey? yeah. Like I've got to change, man. I'm so outspoken about it, eh? Like, oh, massively I, I totally outspoken agree. about it. And I was interested in talking to Justin because a lot of pros don't like the don't triple crown, it, yeah. right? They, they're not really into it, you know? Like, I know Chad definitely
0: isn't. You know, he, he's like, man, oh, I. Right, yeah, he even said that on the podcast. He's like, I just want to go, do 20 laps to go. He's a traditionalist, right? Yep.
1: But once you get and you look through a different view, the view I'm looking I'm not even at the events. So I'm just watching it as a spectator on TV, right? it's got to change man it has to change we need guys like Brayton and Christian Craig the two guys standing in front of me right now Dean Wilson we need more personalities and like Dean Wilson is a perfect example man oh yeah massive personality and and what and he's what driving to the first event of the year in his in his own van what the fuck's going on there hey like that, it's this, this, this just, I can't comprehend and why, that. And you talk, and, and and that's where our sport is wrong. It's mm. totally wrong. You've got you've got a guy like him, who's doing, I would I would like to say, he's because he knows what it takes to win. You know, he's been on the. On he's that, won a he's, nah, he's been on that inner circle mm. of of you know the bakers. Well, with Tyler Ratray, but sort of mm. you know in there, so he knows what, he's doing ninety he's percent of what. Yeah, yeah, he's doing he's ninety percent of what. Um, Who's Baker got
0: at the moment? Oh, like Osborne and. Yeah, right. He's yep.
1: doing ninety percent of what they're doing, so it's not like he's falling short because he ain't doing enough. We need our sport to to allow more riders to succeed. We we, we 100%. do ultimately do because we cannot grow to be bigger if I can only support Eli Musk yeah. Because then crazy, how, how do you sit around a room with with my family right and watch? and watch um, and what the Supercross of- and go, well, I'm going to choose Elon, I'm going to choose Musk. And what do the other five, who do they choose? So I became like a, so going back to the NASCAR thing, I became a huge Danny Hamlin fan because I, I personally liked him. And like him and RC and I could have a real, we rubbery, could have good yeah. banter yeah. because he, I don't know, I think he was a Casey, he was a Casey Kane mm. fan, right? So he, he would like root for him and pull for him. And my guy would win every, fifth or sixth round and Casey would win every fifth or sixth round. But there was all these other guys winning and that's how that's how they've built that. Mm. And another thing I believe, V eight supercars is hands down the best motorsport package in the world. And that's because they've got they've got the teams involved, man. The mm. teams have to be partners in what's happening. Yeah. It's that 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 to me is an absolute no brainer. Like Feld need to have the industry bought into the series I believe
0: yeah and but the thing is like that, there's no incentive for them like it's just they, they got no. they got all the you know Disney on ice and they got all these things yeah. it's just like a really small yeah. it's a small wheel in uh, a small cog in the wheel you know what I mean so it's like ah oh, it's all good let them, let them run around <laughs> um, it's you know they're just such a small thing, and like I think it's even what we we're saying about with like Bailey and them. It's like they yeah. know the industry; that's all they've got. This is their marquee thing, Yeah. and same with like the V8 supercar dudes. Like they need that shit to work. Fell don't they don't need no. it to work, and it's like, and I mean power to them they've given us so much yeah sure obviously we can't just disregard what they have done but Absolutely. the times are changing man and now there's so much competition yeah. for people's it attention is. that's like,
1: exactly what it is and that's yep. the problem and yep.
0: and to what you were saying about like um and, you know,
1: and i guess for me it, it's like i know I'm, I'm passionate and whatnot and i'm from inside the sport but it is it is an I don't know I don't know the word to use it is w- one of the greatest sports on earth for sure but we're not getting that outside buy-in and mm. we need that outside buy-in so we've got to look we've got to look at it and say all like, right how how and why or, or why are we not getting that? Yeah, and 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 we need we certainly need more winners and we need less injuries.
0: Well, you think too, right? It's interesting. Like, I know what that you said. like the,
1: the crashes are exciting and whatnot, but, but we need them good. to be
0: at a less yeah. severe standard. We need some takeouts in one eighty bowl turns. We don't need that's can rocks what we and need. We definitely bars. need
1: more takeouts. Yeah. That's a whole other. Th- that yeah. winds me up too. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it's you know what, man. It's really interesting that you said about because like, we need
1: rivalries, dude, for sure, yeah. man. And like I'm you I am so angry Like I've watched I've watched Eli have Like five like Just obvious moments Where he could have Blown Muskin's door This summer And he hasn't done it It's no. like dude
0: Just do it And we're just living In this era Where everything's been nerfed yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's like just soft shell fucking tacos everywhere. Yeah, it's like no away. one, no one wants to like. That's what I love about Ando. He don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. And, and we need that, right? Yeah. But the thing is, is like he's a perfect example, Ando, of like this yeah. modern day yep. guy that we yep. need. He's yep. fast. The, the thing. There's a couple things, right? So, that you've got like say, wh- what is going to drive you to watch an event where it's like, it's like you've got thirty dudes or twenty dudes on the gate but you know one or two of them is going to win that's exactly
1: you know? what i said to Brayton earlier and it's yeah, like i had i said i said with all with no disrespect to you that's exactly how i it and that's sport, why people like,
0: get so pumped when he won daytona cuz it was like, like holy I, fuck I, someone else won exactly
1: man you're exactly right you and, know and i hate the fact that you've got dudes risking life and limb and you got like three dudes earning squillions and then like the rest of the And then eighteen sort of, dudes and nothing. Yeah, yeah. And
0: Dean Wilson driving in a fucking van, Yeah. But I think like That's, so so you, something's wrong there, eh? Well you just said like how hard it was for you. You did two years of that Alvin program, which is what you were the top of the game at that point in yeah, time, yeah. and then you're done, right? So it's like we want to see more winners. Mm. Alright, well let's take this extreme commitment to fitness mm. off the table. So if you're doing three ten lappers, do you have to be as fit? As well, what you have to be to send it's it It's so funny laps. you say
1: that because Justin said, you know, like, if Dean gets back into form, he'll probably do well at one of those triple grounds. He'd probably win one. He, they, they were his words. Yeah. yeah. Do them
0: fucking all yeah. like that. It's and interesting then, that
1: we're having this discussion because we, we had this for an I hour think this earlier. Is on, this is on
0: everyone's mind, <laughs> yeah. Dude, because the problem is, man. But I don't like, think, I don't know if the real top, top tier. But it, if it starts down here and you get dudes like, Brayton and yourself Mm. And you get people Starting to put their hand up Because no one wants to Upset the apple cart Right Yeah Especially Especially when it's going good But now that people Like Dean Are getting fucked People You know Even here Jats Like our motocross series Is just a joke so it's like the, all these people like you're gonna have three dudes mm. and then everyone's gonna start going like and like KTM's perfect example KTM sells more motorcycles than anybody in the industry and they're starting to see some shit go like back mm. a bit so if KTM's starting to go like ooh shit we're only gonna get two riders now yeah. and it's like if the dudes at the top are starting to pull back like it's the, the thing that worries me right is it's like we're heading for a crash yeah like NASCAR Lowe's just pulled out like shit's going bad and it's because of the phones and it's because of YouTube and it's because of all these different outlets that are competing for people's attention but it's like people now need to start going like we don't want to ride these super fast bikes we don't want to do these 20 lap main events we Mm. want more people to win we want points for qualifying imagine if there was like points for qualifying you get a guy like dino that goes and throws down and now all of a sudden has eight points going into the weekend for the overall
1: let's let's use supercars as an example of that right superpole right superpole yeah i just said to justin earlier why the hell do we not have superpole how exciting is 10 dudes out there right so you've come from your qualifying which none of the spectators in the stands or the tv have seen that day right so the opening ceremonies goes you do some heat races whatnot you go through and then you've got your 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 top 10 qualifier and so let's say dino starts he's the first to go because he's 10th right that's how supercars works right Imagine him taking it from tenth to pole, and then getting points from that. You know, for like it, sure. How how does that change the dynamic for the crowd? You know, like that's like you've got this guy sitting in a hot seat. You know, flames and shit, like yeah. they do in America. And that, to me, is like parts of and the entertainment aspect that we need, but also from a rider's perspective, is beneficial as well. We need to add these
0: components. And now you add this, right? Dean doesn't have a ride Mm. Dean goes to Lowe's Or whoever And says Hey man I'm in the top 10 Every weekend I put my bike And we get a minute Lap time At our supercross races And every single weekend I'm on TV For one whole minute For one whole minute On NBC Or ESPN Or whatever the fuck Fox Sports My bike My graphics My number My name is on TV And then they go back to me When I'm in that hot seat So it's like it's giving people more shit to sell. Yeah,
1: and that's what's happened again. I know I've used Brayton as an example. That's what happened to him last year. You know, Mm. like he was able to get that exposure uh, through those couple of triple clowns, triple crowns that he did well. Yeah, and then obviously, you know, like we haven't even talked Daytona, but obviously Daytona was a massive, you know, uh, factor in that as well. But
0: and it's like, why do we need to race the same truck every weekend?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know,
0: why do we need like yeah, why do we need to see the same track, the same rhythms? The same, like, why can't we have four-day toners? Yeah, where it's like real weird setup. Give an oddball dude a chance to, yeah. to win. Like, yeah, sure. it's just this same I, I just,
1: shit. I just personally want to see it a little simpler, so mm-hmm. the racing's better, man. Yeah. Right? I you will know, give you an example of that. I went to just over there, right? There's a place called Western Springs. So Western Springs held West, the Boston? Western. <laughs> <laughs> so they hold they held the first for three years running. This dude stumped up and got the rights to the World Championship for Speedway solos. You know bikes, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went there and um and watched these dudes race. Right, these things are from like the Dark Ages. Oh, man. bro, like, one like, gear, no clutch. Yeah, like. Old school as it gets. <laughs> <They're> Fuck <laughs> oh, nah, yeah, I, bet, I bet. Oh, dude. Jats, Someone told Jats me like to you like if you back off and you try to turn, you've got to get on the power to make them turn. Like you can't turn them if you're not. Oh like, no, nah, they're, on they're roaches, bro. Yeah, yeah. you just
0: steer them with the wheel. Yeah. Like, anyway, all
1: power. I went there right. So they race for two minutes at a time. There's only four bikes on the track, right? And they do two corners. There's no obstacles. And you were shitting your pants And I was the whole on the time. edge of my seat like, <laughs> oh, this is, yeah, yeah. We go to Anaheim, right? We pack in 6,000 tons of dirt. There's 15 corners, 60 obstacles. I don't know. You know, I might be a little no, bit exaggerating it. Yeah, yeah. And, and the dude wins by 20 seconds. And, and half the stadium is it's left more, on lap 15. Yeah. What's that telling you? something isn't right
0: and you look at the we want back them in the we
1: want the spectators to be there 20 minutes afterwards because, because two dudes are having it. a like yeah. a like they're having a knuckle off because they've like it's come down to like that much difference between the win you know like something something ain't no nah, it's not I don't all. know maybe I'm looking Mate, at it ev- weird
0: everyone everyone is talking about it yeah. we need to
1: simplify the tracks I believe mm. I, I know a lot of top pros and and in America, wouldn't they because would they don't want to risk weird. losing, man. Like, they, they would. I think that's weird. But there's only but two dudes. Like there's the, only two or three dudes that'll risk losing. Yeah. At the end of the day, we. I want to see the other seventeen. Yeah. And they, because of that change, they would. Yeah. We ne- if we simplify it The racing is going to be better there, yeah. There's no doubt about it And that came That for me Came from watching that speedway Yeah That's the simplest form Of motorsport Other than drag racing That you can get Yeah
0: But it's, it's crazy On like, two wheels And we talk about Daytona as like this mythical track because why? because it always produces crazy yeah, shit yeah yeah, right? yeah
1: that's right and yeah. it's
0: like why? it's different yeah, it's, it's different. so different you so like, the nail on the head why can't we do yeah. th- 10 of those yeah, yeah, it's an 18 round series which is too long but like why can't we do 10 Daytonas mm. and it's not yeah, like they have to be like that. you know it's not like they have to be sand like why can't yeah, they yeah. just be other shit
1: just different
0: and like look yeah. at what the GP did by going to that indie what was it? Where did they go? Yeah, Indianapolis, yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. That um, is sick. Yeah. No, the one in the Netherlands.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know where Essend. Jeffrey? Yeah, Asen. yeah Yeah. What?
0: why yeah. can't we do that yeah, yeah. why does it have to and be and that's
1: kind of a little bit like NASCAR do it so they've mm. got oval 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 track oval, yeah. oval 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 track you know so that's it's it's similar in that respect I believe but we it throws the curveball in there eh yeah and yeah. we
0: always talk about Daytona yeah. someone random always wins it yeah, something sure. crazy always something goes it. something crazy happens yeah. you know. well, I
1: just think that uh, you know it probably gets said too often if you do the same thing you'll always get the same result like mm. The World Supercross Championship needs a shot on the arm, I believe. Mm. I, I just want to see, I want to see it be bigger in a respect like that we have the outside of the industry, not just Monster and Red Bull, mm. like we, we, we're we, getting lows, you know, or what do we call it here, Bunnings and yep. Mega Mitre 10 and I don't know, give me some, you know, some big sort of mainstream brands here. Like we want yeah, them in want the sport because they're getting exposure and, and I don't, We've never cracked that. No. So let's figure out how we can do that. And I, I guess I've given my opinion on it. I'd, yeah. I'd love the other people's opinion. You know, like I'm not saying, oh, that's the only way to do it, but but at least start I think the let's conversation. have a crack, yeah. man. You know, like that's for me something that. Yeah. I, I. And you look
0: again to the event that's going. I think down, about it a lot. Yeah, no, a it's, lot. it's cool yeah. that you still yeah. do, man. Yeah. And it obvious, like it goes to show, like if a guy like yourself that's a past champion is. Bummed in a sense with how the sport's going, then like obviously there's something wrong, right?
1: Mm, I just yeah, I want to I want to see more winners, man. Mm. Like I really do. I want to see
0: it's so much and more then exciting,
1: and, dude. And I want to see dudes get financial benefit from that. Like yeah. we, it's it's a gnarly sport, and to be driving your own van to the race to be one of the best dudes in the world it's just not stacking up for and me like then.
0: you said before too like that zero 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 one percent of someone makes it yeah so you're in so, uh, it's like so you go and you explain this to someone completely random you're like all right so i'm in the zero 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 point one percent of planet earth that can get Jeez. how did that end up on the wall that was a big off um so you're, so you're in like the one that you know that tiny margin and you're explaining to someone that knows like nothing about supercross or whatever and then you're saying like yeah so I'm one of the best dudes ever there's like I'm, and 7 billion people I'm like one of 20 dudes that makes this race right and they're like Oh man You must get paid bank <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean Like if you're explaining it To someone that had no idea yeah, About Supercross It a little bit Of context to yeah, it. yeah yeah I'm like oh, yeah. I'm one of 20 people yeah. On planet earth That can race inside this stadium And, and <laughs> on, do this On that weekend And I'm <laughs> one of 5 people Out of 7 billion yeah. That can Has a chance to Really win and then they'd be like, fuck, man, you're a boss, eh? You must I'm kill not her. very
1: good at maths, but that will be an absolute minuscule percentage.
0: It's insane. And then yeah. that person would go like, damn, what do you make a year for doing that? <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, I actually don't have a job. Like, I'm actually unemployed to do that. you would yeah. be like... Dean Wilson. Yeah, exactly. You'd be yeah. like, how the fuck does that work? You, yeah. you just said you're one of the best dudes in the world. You're I've probably
1: of- had enough of a rant, but that just, that yeah. sums it up yeah. to me.
0: Where do we go from here? Yeah, oh, there's so much more shit we could talk about. Yeah, I don't know, is it too loud for you now? No, nah, no, nah, it's fine. If yeah, you want to keep going, we can keep yeah, going. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep going down. for sure.
1: Um, I've just got to go to the basketball in half an hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, we can,
0: yeah you just tell me we, we can shut it down, people. Well, we'll have
1: to probably carry on Sunday, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we're going to get finished. Yeah, there's t- <laughs> the dude,
0: man, like we could do this for so yeah, long. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy it, eh? Like, I probably... It's cool too because like not a lot of people get to hear from you in this capacity these yeah, days. Yeah,
1: and and to be fair, like I
0: don't know if people want to or not. Dude, but I've had a lot of messages when I said that you were going to come on here.
1: Yeah, and I, I probably give an interesting perspective, perspective as well. Yeah. you know, like I'm pretty raw. Like I don't, I don't beat around the bush too much. You yeah, know? and uh, you, know, you probably just heard that a little bit with what I've had to say about mm. my experience with. Um, You know, in Florida, there, you know, with Carmichael's and that. And I mean, RC was very good to me. Yeah. Very good to me. He didn't uh, so much mentor me, but just, um, he just, being around that, they opened up and just allowed me to just, yeah, just do what he did, you know. How did it come about? Um, How did it come about? Um, There was, remember the, um, remember the what were those movie that they're still uh oh, the moto no 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 oh, no the great ones outdoors. great outdoors yeah. yeah and there was a little bit of an insight one time and just show what he was doing yeah and i had a manager at the time and when i was going to uh when i made the move and i'd sign with mitch i was like to my manager how would i get involved and in, oh that's in, cool in something so like that like you know and he he's a saffer my manager and obviously alden's a sapper and they sort of connected in that and uh I think Mike Brown had just finished doing the same type of thing yeah that I you know like RC always had someone there as a what'd you call like it earlier yeah partner. yeah sparring partner that he always had that and Mike Brown had just finished so there was a hole there on opening yeah but he'd never done it with Eldon obviously that mm-hmm. was the big thing that I saw the opportunity I was like could I train with Eldon and so then they worked and that I could and whatnot and Yeah, that's how that started. You know, I I was pretty keen to...
0: Mm, I actually had
1: spent a bit of time in California and I wasn't that... um, I can't see you liking it. I I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't that uh, fond of it. (laughs) Yeah. But that was a big mistake I made. I should have spent the first year there. That was a big mistake. So why do you think that? Because I didn't get to spend enough time with my team working with relevant or riding with riders of relevant speed yeah. I went straight to the like the highest gnarliest dude of, of all time that's how we talk about him and like he was laughing at me man while we were, like really? twice while we were doing motos and I was his works were massive you know and like I was I, I was on struggle show I should never have done that the first year I really? should have done the first year in California every every person that ever asked me for advice you know young guys about going to the U.S. go to California you've got so many tracks at that time RC only had one track so you just ride the same track just day in day out and it was just it was too big of a step going from Europe you know just riding sand tracks because I lived in Belgium Mm. to then all of a sudden riding like you know Anaheim spec just just like it was just the gnarly
0: shit straight up yeah 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 that's crazy so eh?
1: I I, yeah so that was um, I was out of my depth at that point because I was doing all the laps with RC and all the training with Alden, and it just—I was just out of my depth. It's there.
0: gnarly that you made it work, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, would, it took me a year that's to like, make it. That took like me a year lot of to make it work. A, a
0: year. So, oh, so you think that it set you backwards at the start? Like oh, definitely, without a doubt. One
1: hundred percent. But then after a year, because I wasn't around body. my team to like, like with Bones and Mitch and my mechanics to sort of just. Take those baby steps yeah. I just took a leap man And I was just like Hanging on Just Fucking Just hanging on With my fingernails And, and
0: yeah. then like What was the process Of seeing your speed Slowly like ramp up Uh Like when you Obviously You said like You got lapped twice And then you stayed On the same lap Like you could sort of See the improvement Over time obviously
1: Yeah My uh, supercross was I never got to A similar speed no, he's a <laughs> And fun. I was I was never a good Practicer And that goes back to uh, those injuries I was always wanting Too much from practicing But I was just never A good practicer Just what for whatever reason You know Remember Tommy Hahn mm. um, Sometimes when I was In California We would uh, Ride practice together Yeah And he would just Own me Every single time We rode We practice Track Rode together Yeah But then come the weekend He never beat me once Ever
0: Dude There's so, like some guys Like that Like do you remember Lewis Stewart Aussie dude, nah. he rode lights, man. I used to live in Melbourne, and I'd see him at these practice tracks, just fucking murdering people. Yeah. And then oh. pff, I saw him win one race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Crazy well, Cody, Coopers, Cody Coopers, like yeah, that. dude. You hear yeah. that stories yeah. like that about Coops too? Eh? Yeah,
1: he's very, very fast. Like on one track in particular, like you know, if Eli showed up there now, a motocross track, right? Like he'd have He'd have something for him Really Yeah
0: Dude that That yeah. moto Between him and James At Unadilla Was yeah, like, yeah. yeah Were you just want, Were you there actually? Yeah I was on the
1: side I was cheering man Like fully dressed In HRC clothing eh? And I'm like Swinging off a towel For a Suzuki rider
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's that like it's Cause so, he
1: was living with me Yeah he, I was um, gonna say like, yeah.
0: He's fa- family right Yeah he
1: was He is family yeah He lost his father When he was real young And I he sort know. of had a real Wayward journey You know and uh, we just obviously grew up racing together, so we were you know, we weren't or we probably weren't even mates. We just were, I know we were competitors, yeah. you know, like we raced pretty hammer and tong. Anyway, like obviously he went through his later teenage years, and then he transitioned into Aussie, and then I don't know how or why, but we just sort of, um, you know, we started sort of hanging out together and that, and he wanted to come over and do a couple of nationals and that's when I was sort of in a position where I could help, help him, him out, yeah. and I did and then he did really well he qualified on pole at Glen Helen that was the year Langston won that championship Yeah. and that morning he like set fastest, t- fastest time like people are looking at this Who thing out, hey, who's this guy 902 <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he, and, uh, and then that obviously from that very day that sort of set him up for that 2008 year on the suzuki yeah and uh he just that he just fit like a glove on that bike man coops is real real picky like he's real fanatical about his setup but he just he had a he had a kiwi mechanic that he had trust in and um and they just sort of everything just came together he he rode rg3 suspension yeah and that guy's a kiwi Yeah. So everything just sort of fell into place, and he rode well, eh? Rode really well. It
0: looked like though when he went to JGR that being on a factory team and all that pressure, and it just it just the bike. Well, I think like I
1: think probably a major factor in that is he had to
0: move to to North Carolina. (laughs) You're getting summons. Why's that? Oh, all right. We'll 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 uh, we'll wrap it up. We gotta get yeah, yeah. Cool. That's all right. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's yeah. All right. Righto, righto, Ben. We're getting we're getting told to get off here. Thanks, um, thanks, mate. Appreciate yeah, we'll it. we'll carry do it again. on. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Sunday, maybe another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. another trip to NZ.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, there's a heap of time tomorrow, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so we're, we're
0: doing the thing on the on the couch tomorrow. So. Yeah, sweet. We'll figure it out. Thanks, Thank thanks dude. It was awesome. Nah, awesome. Enjoyed it. Sweet, brother.